Hey, welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. With me is Al Mitchell. He's an actor, a writer, and a director. He's known for working on Swamp Thing and also Stranger Things and other projects that he's involved in. Hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. I have a special guest with me today. I have Al Mitchell. What's up, Al? Hey, hey, hey. Pleasure to be here. So, Al, this is my first time meeting you, man, and, uh, you know, from a mutual friend, you know, and Terrence Rosemore, shout out to you. I appreciate that. Right. And um, so, what made you, first of all, I want to go with your background first, because okay. people don't really, they don't know your film work and everything, or your TV stuff, stuff like that. I want to know what your background right. is. Okay. Well, uh, first of all, let me say that um, I started in the entertainment business in the early 70s, so I'm a real OG. I've been around, I've been oh, around. I see that. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> born yet, man. I've been, I've been around a while, and I actually got started in New York City in the theater. Right. So, uh, as a matter of fact, a, a good friend of mine, uh, Unajay Jua, who's a professor now at, at um, City College, uh, Columbia University, rather. Right. He introduced me to theater. Okay. Uh, and I never at the, prior to that. I really, the only thing I really knew about theater was people, white folks, got on stage and, <laughs> and did some Shakespeare stuff. And I was kind of like, "What theater? Uh, are you serious? You know?" And uh, he said, "Yeah, man, we got some brothers, man. We we talk about black theater. We're gonna do some, you know, some some revolutionary type theater. We, you know, we're gonna change the world, you know, type deal." So I said, okay. "Oh, that kind of enthusiasm, huh?" That kind of enthusiasm. Oh, so, okay. And I said, "But wait a minute." <laughs> Any, uh, um, uh, is that your real attraction or are you, you know, more interested in the girls that's going to be in? <laughs> right, 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 right. But, you know, some people have different reasons for doing things, you know. Right, right. But anyway, so I, I came, I went, I went along with them and um, I started with an organization called the African-American Studio for Acting and Speech in right. New York. Uh, that sounds familiar okay. to me. I was 18 years old and my, my, my introduction to the theater was in a play called The Toilet. Wow. You're right. The to- right. I'm sorry, man. So when you the ask toilet. me how I started my career, I typically say, well, I started in the toilet. Literally started was, in the toilet. <laughs> and it was a play by uh, Leroy Jones, Imamu Baraka. Right. And uh, from there, I studied with Ernie McClintock, was the uh, was the leader of the African-American studio. And um, studied with him, did a lot of off-off-Broadway type of theater. Right. Uh, and then I got out of it um, because... I needed to make some money. Right, you know, right, And at right, the right. same time, and pretty much the same time that I got involved in theater, I joined a, a, a corporate organization called IBM. And, oh, uh, man, it was just starting up, right? Well, no. Huh? They had been around for a while. Well, this is in the um, 70s, right? This was in the 70s. Okay, okay. They have been around for a while. And, and so um, I was at a... a a point in my life where either I could go ahead and decide to be an actor right, or go ahead and try to keep that money coming in right. uh, with the 9 to 5 on IBM and I and I chose to stick with IBM and I did theater part time right. uh, 
So I know. Sorry to cut you off. That's fine because I can go on for a while about that. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I, I see. Yeah, <laughs> I'm jump saying, on in. Yeah, I'll jump on in. So you, so you decided to stay in IBM. So at what point did you decide? Say, you know what? This is just enough. I don't want to do this anymore. Right. Now, when did you decide to um, start going back to doing acting or doing theater, right. theater and stuff? When you started so, doing right. that? So probably probably in the eighties, um, another good friend of mine right. uh, wrote a, a play called Yes, God Is Real. Mm, okay. and, and he and I both had been studying at the Negro Ensemble Company at right, the time, right? Um, or I should say a few, uh, f- uh, a few years earlier, and he knew, you know, I had a little talent in the area. Uh, I can look at a production piece and try to bring out some uh, really artistic value in it. So right. he asked me to direct his play. Oh, okay. So, um, and so in 84, we directed, I got into directing still, you know, I'm, so I'm still dabbling, still tainted. You're you still know, in still, there. Still in it. Never got away from, as a matter of fact, even when I was at IBM, we would put on uh, productions at the branch office meetings and whatnot it's where I'd get a chance to act and perform. Right, right, at right. Conferences and whatnot. So, so I did direct it. Uh, yes, God is Real was the name of the production and it, it must have ran four or six years in different locations. Oh, in really? New York City. We took it on tour up in uh, New England, uh, a, a number of the southern states, uh, uh, the Apollo Theater. We ran for three months. Oh, really? It was spectacular. One of the one of the most valuable experiences I ever had. I was, I was, I was work, how's working in Apollo, man, because it's legendary. I it's mean, legendary. I mean, and we couldn't believe it. I mean, we, you know, we. <laughs> Back in the day, whenever you could get individuals to come out and see your production yeah. was a, a a huge, tremendous, enriching experience because a lot of folks didn't go to theater. Right, right, right. But there, but there's a huge audience for gospel musicals. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. And we would bring busloads of of these churchgoers to the Apollo Theater. And it was just phenomenal. I mean, I, you know, I can, I can see that. I'm looking at in my head. We took photos and, of the buses lined up to go inside. And it was such a rewarding experience. Okay. Uh, so I was able to stay in, in tune, stay intact with the with the the entertainment uh, right. experience by by doing that. And every now and then, I'd even cast myself in a little cameo role. So right, you got to put yourself in there some kind uh, of way, right? right. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you got to do that, right? <laughs> so, that's pretty interesting, man. Because you know. I'm sorry, man. As growing up as a kid, I don't know anything about theater and right. like that. I just knew about movies, movies right. and movies, you know. Right. But um, that's pretty interesting, man. That's the career path you took. Well, when you when you you know, and you have to think about it, back in back during that time, the Negro Ensemble Company was was our uh, guiding light of right, sort right, for right. a lot of the artists back in the day, because you would see Douglas Turner Ward right. was the was the uh, artistic director. And you would see individuals like Robert Hooks. Right. Uh, I don't know if you know none of these. These names may not mean much to you now, but um, I'm looking. Uh, Rosin Cash. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, somebody you might know is uh, um, Richard Roundtree. Oh yeah, right? Shaft. Shaft. Right. Yeah, shut your mouth. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. Yo, I, I remember in the interview Samuel L. Jackson was talking about Morgan Freeman. Right. Morgan Freeman was Morgan, one of the other one. Morgan other guys. Freeman. Absolutely. They all. We all. I mean, I understudied Samuel Jackson right. in a play called Innocent Black right. back in the 80s. I was in a play with Lawrence Fishburne um, called Section D right. back in the 80s. Uh, my very first, one of my, one of my um, favorite productions I saw on stage was um, A Soldier's Story. I saw, I'm familiar with that. Denzel Washington. Yeah, I'm familiar right. with that. So, yeah. you know, so, so 
back in the day, that was kind of like the launching pad for a lot of the actors who you now see. There are A-lister actors and Oscar-winning actors. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, I remember an interview with Samuel Jackson was talking about, and someone was asking him that, would you go back and do theater? He said, sure, yeah. Right. You know, he said that he does movie, you know, they cut the check and everything, but he said he... He the, he want to go back and do it. There, there's a there's a certain there's a certain uh, uh, euphoria I'll say in terms of being on stage right. and having that immediate reaction from the theater based on something you've done creatively. And it's not it's not any takes. It's at that moment. That's it. It's at that moment. And you and you talking about you talking about and as an actor, one of the one of the things you want to do is you want to be in the moment. Right. You want to be able to respond and react and listen and respond to the other. Act. There is no better vehicle to do that and, and have, uh, as I said, uh, such a, a feedback, positive feedback or negative feedback, depending upon it, when you're on stage. Right. And right, when, those, right. when you're on stage and those lights hit you, there's a, it's it's, it's a spiritual experience. <laughs> In other words, spiritual kumbaya. <laughs> something you don't, something you don't necessarily have when you're on when you're on uh, and on, on set on a set, set yeah. you know, doing a TV or, or, or film. Yeah, that's 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 awesome, so man. It's a, it's a great experience. Just so I was looking through your uh, filmography, man, right. and I was looking at some of the movies you were in, right? And uh, I was looking at it, and you did the hate you give, right? I, I wanted to see that movie, man. You have not seen it? I have not seen it. Okay. I heard it, I heard it was pretty good. I, I have to go now. I oh, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I meant, you I, not have seen I, 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 I meant to go see it. Okay. No, stuff well, happened. it's on HBO. You got HBO? It's on HBO. I, I'm going to find a way to watch it. I'm going to find a way to watch it, man. But it was one of those movies I really wanted to see. I, it's one of the, in terms of having an opportunity to be on that set and work with that, work with that cast and crew, and, and to work with uh, the director uh, was just a phenomenal experience. One of the best experiences. Uh, George Tillman Jr., man, one of the... He's the only... And I've done a number of yeah, things. Yeah, right, right, right. He's the only director who... Can, and a lot of the stuff that I get, you understand, I'm day player kind of stuff. Right, right. Know, I'm, I'm lucky if I get recurring. You know, so I'm typically on a TV, maybe two days, maybe a day, right, two right, days. Right, right, right. He's the only director who ever came... To my trailer, knocked on the door and said, "Hey, I'm George Tillman. Let me introduce myself." You know? Okay. And and said, and then he had his assistant give me a breakdown in terms of how they view my character and my objectives and things like that. That typic that has not happened. That typically doesn't happen. You know, the, for the director to take that time, yeah, yeah. to spin with you, it seemed like he was hands you on. You know, he wanted the impression that, you know, he really wanted to know your he personal. Was really, yes, and very interested in, although my part was a relatively small part. Right. You know, I'm about, I'm in about three or four scenes, you yeah. know, but compared to all the major stars and whatnot, you know, but for him to take that time, is it was really. Uh, um, an, yeah, I'm going to see the movie. Um, Al, and it's a good film. I, I heard. But besides all of that, it's a good <laughs> film, great message film, yeah. excellent performances by the, by the cast. Uh, yeah, you need to go see. I'm, I'm going to check it out, man. You said in your um, in the comp just a few minutes ago that you never had any recurring role, but lately yeah. I've been watching this move this TV series on DC Universe called Swamp Thing. Right. right. Well, right. So the last <laughs> the last couple of years things have picked last couple of years, the things have kind of picked up a little bit as far right. as recurring. You know, I've had an opportunity to be on 
Survivor's Remorse. Right. Um, of course. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's remember that. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, uh, the Resident uh, and Swamp Thing. And I, I want to say this, man. You know, right. like I said, I'm a big comic book geek, so right. I'm a, right. I'm a nerd. That's fine. And I was looking at your, um, you were in three episodes I've seen so far. So far. So far. Right. So, because they only got 10. They're right. going 10 because it's, right. unfortunately, it got canceled, right. which I hate, man, because what I've seen so far, I'm loving it. I'm telling you, man. Me too, man. I'm loving this, it, this man. Like you, you, it's like you're watching a 10-hour a, a movie of sorts. I mean, yeah, the and, standard that they've set for this is just phenomenal. Yeah, and I, and I was looking at the episode that you were in. I guess your name is Delroy? Delroy. Delroy owns so, the bar. Delroy Tremaine. That's my joint right <laughs> the there. <laughs> Delroy's Roadhouse. Yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I said, when, when I'm going to see him in him? And then the third episode, there you go. Right, right, You know, right. you were handing um, Abby Arcane her drink. Right to um, the officer and everything. I don't know his name, but right. um, seem seem to me, man, that that show was prematurely canceled. I believe I don't want to get in details right. about it because I know I, you can't and, say, and I can't, you really, can't, you really, can't say anything. For one thing, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. So, but as a fan, right, as a person who's watching the television set, right, I think that's some bullshit. I'm, right. I'm sorry, that's that's me. That's just me. Right. So I mean, it's bullshit. So that's what I mean, man. So I'll let you get that in. Yeah, yeah, that's just me. So you don't have to say it, but I would say it for right. anybody who is watching it, watching well, the no, TV I'm show. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm really uh, to be to be able to be a part of it. I'm really truly blessed. I mean, right. It's, and, and you know, who knows why shit happens the way. So you you can say this now that you know you part of the pop culture now that you actually done a comic book related TV show. Right. Swamp Thing. Right. You know, right. the, which was, which I, I think it's based off of Alan Moore's um, take back in the early 80s. Early 80s, right. early 80s yeah, right. yeah. So you could say that, man. I say, damn, this is a good show. Then, after I was watching Swamp Thing, I said, you know what? I've seen him in something else, too. And it's so funny to me when when I looked through your, your, um, your, your stuff. Right. It was Stranger Things. Stranger Things yeah. You was the farmer I was the that was farmer telling things yeah. that he, <laughs> your, your crops got destroyed, right? You you blame it on the other farmer. <laughs> right. I love that. That was a great scene. I love that work. Yeah, yeah that was funny. That was that was, that was pretty cool. Uh, and with, and with Stranger Things being such a big hit, yeah, as it is too. Uh, you know, again, I just feel blessed to being. You know, although I have these little cameo roles, man, it's you got to understand. I didn't get back into acting full time. Until 2012, so it's been maybe you know six or well, seven years. Yeah, yeah, seven years ago. Yeah, um, and so I've just kind of building my. But so so, you know, fortunate enough to be in some of these productions that have great notoriety. It's, right, it's been a real bit a, a real blessing. Right, um, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Well, man, yeah, keep doing it, man. And like I said, that was a funny scene. You were talking to the uh, sheriff. Yo, he's messing with crops. Something about the crops. Yeah, it's so and so over my there. Pumpkins, the yeah, pumpkins. It was the pump- pumpkins. Pumpkins. Yeah, the right. pumpkins. Yeah, that's right. Like, Damn. What did you know? <laughs> right. The upside down. The, the, the right, gorgons. Exactly. Whatever right. the things were. I right, forgot right. the name. Right. But yeah. But um, I was finding that very interesting that you. I was looking at it as the, inc- the inc- increasing erosion happening right. lately. Right. You know, since you said 2012, I noticed that you've been in some small roles in movies like Tag right. with Jeremy Renner and No right. Guys right there. Well, Which, it's starting. It's it's you know, and part of the issue is, um, from my perspective anyway, is that uh, you know Atlanta is just now starting to come into its own. Although we've been doing a lot of films over the years, right. I think a number of the folks in Hollywood are starting to recognize that there's a lot of talent. There's a wealth of talent here, and we should take full advantage well, of it. Well, it's just that the talent. I think it's also it is a nice, 
a nice um, landscape background. Oh, absolutely. Well, there was no question with that, because, but typically what they would do is they'd bring folks out of L.A. Right. to do the work. And, and I think now they're starting to discover that there is a, you know, not only do you get your little tax benefit. And, the breaks and, and, and everything and like that. Whatnot, but there's a great resource of talent here that you can take advantage of and you don't have to bring in. Right. Utilize the talent that's here. And it's true because so we're starting to see starting to see more recurring guest star roles by a number of, uh, of actors here, and I'm, I'm glad to, to to be a part of that so far. Right. So I just hope I just hope that continues. Man, it's going to continue, man. It's going to continue, man. What I've seen so far, man, it's going to continue, man. I know earlier we were talking about because right now uh, we was in the comic book shop. You were talking about you used to collect comics as a kid, right? right. You know, right. and uh, that was what my question I was going to ask you anyway. You know what I'm saying? So as a kid, what did you collect? No, you tell me. Uh, yeah, so the fantastic. You know, I was a big Marvel uh, fan. Right. So uh, the Fantastic Four, the Hulk, uh, Thor, Spider Man. I mean, a number of those guys. Sergeant Rock. Oh, you going still, back, man? Right, that's what I'm saying. Going back. I don't even know if they still. <laughs> no, he's not. But you going he's back? Right, right. That was. But I'm telling you, man. This is you know, if I got to put it out there. You know, I mean, I'm talking about the late 50s. Is right. When I used to, you know, read late 50s, early 60s. So, and as I said before, that's when the comic books were like 10 cents. You can fold them up and put them in your back Man, <laughs> they're not 10 cents no more. They're about $5 but, a pop. But, but, and, and, and to this, it's, a, it's amazing. I grew up in Harlem. Right. And so there wasn't a lot of resource and things to do and available You know, there was, there was no baseball league, no basketball league, right. none of those things. Uh, you know, came from a home that had some struggles and whatnot. So right. things that I did I like to read comic books, and and what's amazing, I, even to this day, comic books really helped my uh, um, ability to recognize words at a young age. You know what? You're not the only person that said that. It, also, it worked for me. But I had um, a superintendent, and she was doing a speech, and she mentioned that those books. Help her out. Absolutely. Even to this day, I remember I was reading a Superman comic book. Right. And I learned the word ironic. Right. From a Superman comic book. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? You know what the crazy part is when I'm talking about these books? You know, when I grew up, I'm actually from Mississippi, right? And I I probably told this story many times, man. I I really got my books through through Kroger's and the grocery Mm. store and stuff like that. See, I'm I was born in '77, so I'm okay. a young guy right, right. now. Right. Um. So I'll, I have a son your age. Yes. '76. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I feel very young. Yeah. So right. So I was picking up the books off the um the shelves in the um no the spinner rack. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. the spinner okay. rack. They had the okay. spinner rack, and I was getting my books that way. You right. know, I said, Mom, let me get this. So the the um the allure of books, man, comic books is the escapism. You right. know, and That's it's amazing true. to me. That this day and age that we got Hollywood making money off the books that you read as a child. child. Yep. And no, these books are were written by men. Right. <laughs> so it, it amazes me, man. So that's that's what I gotta say about the comic book thing, you know. But you know, Hollywood. Um, yeah, people, I, yeah, I have a you know, I, I owe a lot to their to the comic books for my education. Based on my my willingness and desire to read, you talk to some kids nowadays and they don't know how to read. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's and, a and, shame. And the language that they use, 
um, it, you, it, it leaves a lot to be desired. So, it, you know, it, it formed a great foundation for me so that when I you know, got into school, I didn't have a problem wanting to read. I right. enjoyed reading. And so it was it was a, a definitely a blessing. And, and uh, Yeah, because my mom always said, you read those books, Amos? I know. I'm like, yeah, mommy, <laughs> what are you, you read those books for? I said, what you talking about? Right. So when I got older, it's so funny that <laughs> it's funny. Because I have a friend who works in the business. He's okay. an actual artist from Marvel. Oh, okay. And, you know, I got re- reintroduced to comic books through him. Because okay. I, I left it alone for right. a while. Because right. it was a spur that I stopped and right. I, I went back to bed. So my mom came to visit me, right? You know, she don't know anything. She said, Amos, this is this is what you've been reading as a kid? I said, yeah, mom. Yeah. You know, you get paid doing this. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? I know. So at the time, they just, why are you We're reading, reading that? Yeah, yeah right? why are you garbage? Like, they're like, listen to the rap music. We ain't listen to that crap. No idea. The idea is right. how long, this book's been around 80, those 80 some odd years, man. Mm. That that medium been around eighty some odd years now. I'm telling you, even when I just walked in, because yeah. I have never been into a shop, right? And the walk in is, oh my god, this is phenomenal. Yeah. This yeah. is a huge industry. It obviously. is. It is, uh, man. It really is. So you know, it just kind of took me back for a second. I said, oh, okay, I get it. You know, I get it. Yeah, who to say you might work on another one? I know. You might work on another. Might be a movie this time around. It would be nice. Work man. on a Marvel set. That'd be nice. Yeah, be, <laughs> yeah I wonder if I could, I wonder if they let me do that. <laughs> yeah, Marvel. You know, it, it, it's funny because I was I was also up for a part for uh, Star Girl, which is oh yeah, DC, DC. Uh, property. Yeah, and um, they the casting director submitted it up to uh, executive approval. Right. And he came back and said, nah, Al can't do that because his role in Swamp Thing is, is too big. Too big, yeah. yeah. So I said, damn, that's a, that's a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So what should I choose? Sort of right. I could choose. <laughs> yeah, well, you chose Swamp Thing. Well, I'm, like I said, unfortunately, they canceled it. But, I mean, what I've seen so far is A-plus to me, man. Yeah, it's I, A-plus. I think they've done a great job. And, again, I'm proud of having the opportunity to be a part of it. Now, I know you've been doing some I mean, more acting, but I, th- I think you're also doing some writing too, right? As for- I, yeah, I've done you know some uh, co-writing kind right. of stuff. Um, uh, I was working on a little um, TV series, show, um, a web series that I'm just kind of got on the back burner because I've just been busy doing a lot of doing right. directing because one of my other loves is directing. So. Right. Uh, I just got through directing a, uh, a short film called Five Star Rating um, that uh, this brother DeVarish Roberts just wrote. Right. Um, and so, you know, oftentimes I'll get into kind of co-writing you know, right. with some of these brothers. Uh, and folks yeah, I want to know, how is it like working with a, another person when you co-write a script? Because it's got to be a great co- a collaboration. Yes, yes, absolutely. And you got to have a good relationship with that individual. Right. Uh, I mentioned the, the brother before, um, uh, James Brown, who I did this college. We had, I mean, he was like a brother. It was right. a bond. I mean, and we bounce ideas off each other. Uh, extremely collaborative and psh, no issues. Right. You know, nice and smooth. Um, uh, even working with DeVaris is real cool because I worked on um, a director of film that he was in, short film called um, Broken Matters. Yeah. Broken Matters, and um, <laughs> and and he um, was in it, right? And so, and he saw my work ethic, and he saw you know uh, what my skill was, and, and said, "Well, why don't you go ahead and, and work with me on this?" So he was cool when I came with him with subject changes, and, right, and right, right. So we have that kind of relationship. Okay, if you don't have that relationship with another individual, and you go into a project, it, it can I can see where it can be more challenging, right? Um, 
Um, and, and that's why oftentimes, you know, and I've done a number of shorts for other folks, but I always have the conversation first that says, okay, let me understand what your vision is, right. how you want to see this, uh, and make sure that we're all on the same page because once you turn it over to me, then, you know, I got it. Right. It's, it's mine. And, and although I will take some recommendations from you, but the bottom line is going to be my vision in terms of what it's going to be, the outcome. Right, right. So if you've got that relationship with an individual and they can accept that, then it's it's, it's cool. I haven't run across anybody yet right. that that's been a problem. Because I always figure, I mean, even when it's like a movie script, TV script, even the comic book script, man, I, I, I'll be looking at co-write, co-write. Everybody right. say co-write. I'm like, okay, how does that work out? Because right. like you said, you got to have a great relationship with the person and I think you have to have the like mindset yes. at, at the same time. Well, the other thing, too, is, and, and, and as the writer, you have to be very open and receptive right. to, for example, a director, right? A director will come in and say, oh, you know, what you have is fine, but for a visual standpoint or for people to clearly understand, you need to switch this, change this scene. Right, right. You need to make these modifications so visually, right. you know, you can you can do what you want to do without having all the words. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And, and I will always, uh, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going off my little rant right now. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me for Go a right second. Ahead. Do your thing. All right. <laughs> when you say the director, when he gets the script, the director got to have the visuals, right? Right. Now, this I want man Transformers. Not even say the man name Transformers. Okay. I love Transformers right. as a kid. <laughs> right. Those movies are popcorn movie, right? Okay, yep. But this is all about cutting the check, right? About those movies, and you went at the end of the, in the well, day. At the end, at the end of the day, that's what they're all about. They cut the yeah, and but then man, I mean, my friends know this who are listening right now that I'm at heart, man. I'm I'm an '80s kid, man. I love my Transformers. I love my GI Joes and stuff like that. Yeah. So when they made those movies, man, I was I was like, ain't this bull crap? This is a bunch right. of crap, right? You right. know. But then it's right. it's a toy line. How can you can, what can you make out of a toy line, right? Right. But the thing is, they have such a strong history. The the because it had books, toys, cartoons. Mm-hmm. So you could just delve and make a script. But when you get a director, it's all about explosion, eye candy, right. and I get it. Right. And that's well, well, there, right. There's a lot. There's a lot that can be lost, especially from the the original tent. Yeah, the, the real yeah of what the, what the creator had in mind. Right. Um, but you know, and you said so yourself. At the end of the day, man, it's about that check. It's, about, yeah. it's called show business. Right. Right. You, gotta, you right. know, and, and if they think that you know, explosion six or four, <laughs> four this explosion is going to bring in more people. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. <laughs> But luckily, the last Transformer movie was good. So I mean, I, I haven't I, seen that one. Is that the one with the Bumblebee? The, the Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Seen, I heard that was good. I that seen was that good. One. So I recommend you watch okay, that one. Okay, I, when man. you go see The Hate You Give, I'll go see Bumblebee. I sure will. <laughs> I'm going to see. I'm matter of fact, I'm about to rent it sometime this weekend. <laughs> so yeah, but man, but that that's I mean that's what how I feel about that. Well, part. And then, well, and, but there's a lot. But you see, unfortunately, there's a lot of that, right? I mean, right. you know, nowadays I. I and I've kind of changed over the years because I used to, I used to really enjoy a lot of the explosions right, right, and, and right, the right. excitement. I still like action and, right. and, and suspense, but but the story is key. It's all about the story. And anytime you do any work, any you know, you want to have a, a artistic integrity relevant to the work. You want a story. You right. want a good, and that's what makes a good the difference between any uh, uh, film or TV show is if the story holds your attention. 
Right now, obviously, they'll go. St- you'll go see stuff. You know, okay, I know I'm just gonna be entertained. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. Interested in yeah. the story, you know. Yeah. And then when you leave the movie, you forget the movie. And that's true, you know. But but it's when you go see a movie that has a good story, a good line that progresses throughout, that holds your attention throughout. You remember that movie because it because it reaches you emotionally, and that's really what you really want. Yeah, you want to be engaged, right? Emotionally. Right. Yeah, I was saying I'm I'm kind of giving an example of a movie I just read well over. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Right. I mean, I was, we always invested in the, in the Marvel Cinematic right. Universe. 11 years of this stuff, right? right. right. And there was some good, good, I mean, some good storytelling. They had some ups and, I mean, hiccups in the beginning, but right. as it progressed, it got better. Right. As the storytelling got right. better. Right. So, and when Avengers Endgame came out, there was, that was the accumulation of all the stuff in 11 years that built up. Right. And you and they fleshed out a lot of the characters that you grew in as a kid. I mean, some of these people right. watch these actors and with these characters as kids. Right. And I'm gonna sit That's there right. in front, man. I was watching. I had little tears in my eyes looking at it because. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn. You know, I'm like, okay. You know, right, right. But it's an investment, right? You know, in character development, uh, absolutely, and in storytelling. I get what you're saying, absolutely. You know, because at the end of the day, when you leave that movie and it has a good story, like, damn. That's what you remember. That's what you remember. You yeah. want to see it again. Why well, you won't miss Absolutely. anything? Absolutely. And I understand what you said about but that. This, and I and I use Black Panther as an example. Right. Right. Because there again they had a lot of you know oh, CGI did. and action, but there were there were a, 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 a through line through it all had an emotional connection with you, especially as a black audience. Right, right. right? You had that emotional connection. So, you know, so you, it is, in fact, impossible to create a movie that has a lot of bells and whistles, explosions and excitement, but still have a good, you know, a good story. story and do, right, yeah, right. and add the good story to right. it, you have a great movie, I believe. Right. So, Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So you say you had your upcoming project. Um, you know, who else attached to the project? Uh, so... Um, are we talking about Just Mercy? Just Mercy, yeah. Just Mercy. yeah. 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 So, uh, and Brie Lawson, by the way, is, is uh, at Marvel. Captain, uh, Captain Marvel. Marvel is, really? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> really? Okay. Now, now, now. now. She's not going to be punching nobody. Give it up, give it up for Brie. I'm telling you, man. I, You know, I have to be honest with you. When I first heard Brie was going to be Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved her in it. Yeah. I, you know, she had a nice little quirky. She had a, a a real humanistic element to her character. I loved her in it, um, and so uh, I was kind of thrilled for her. And, I, and besides the fact that you know I met her, so I was really happy for her. Right, right. It came out so well. But so so she's in it, and um, and I think it's supposed to come out twenty twenty January time frame. Okay, so it's in post production now. It's in post production. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just booked a job this last week. My agent told me um, that uh, Gerard Butler. Is oh, okay. Called, uh, Greenland. Green. Okay. Um, uh, as a matter of fact, so I got a. I guess I got a, a day shoot on uh, July second. I guess so. Oh, okay. Kinda See, there you go. You're that. busy, yeah, man. I'm kind of stoked about that. So you're busy. So there you go. There you go. You <laughs> got work. Like, I'm kind of like, what's going on? Here it is. I mean, I, I booked um, Just Mercy in the beginning of the year. Right. I'm sorry. That was last year. Uh, a swamp thing in the beginning of the year, right. so I was kind of stoked. I said it's off to a good year, but then boom, it's been quiet up, and here it is June, right? And uh, so just finding this out is pretty cool. Okay, you know? okay, cool, cool, man. I mean, I like to, you know, 
I'd like to get at least three or four years, man. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, right? <laughs> three or four years. Or well, be like Samuel Jackson had about eight movies in one year. <laughs> I want to be like I want to be like Sam. <laughs> Sam, right? Yeah, cut the check. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's great, man. Yeah. We're gonna be. I awesome. mean, but I, you know, but you, but obviously that's that's you know pretty aggressive, and, you know, and very extremely fortunate for me to do that because it's, you know, it's um, it just comes far and few between this business, you know? right? Right. It's extremely competitive, and, and it's just you know it's just a tough business. Well, brother, man, you 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 on the right track. I know that much. Well, you're doing the right track. Right I've been now. at it for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, Terrence said the same thing. He's been at it for a minute too. Yeah. He said he's saying thing. He started. So you know, it, so it's kind of like it's like the you know. So okay, so what? So how do you how do you qual- qualify success? You know, when you're in this business, does it mean because, you know, you're you know, I think for actors, when success is that you is you constantly got work. You're not an a lister, but to me, you you do it probably for the love of it. You have to. You have to, but not for the to. check. You have to. And then, you know, and then sometimes I talk to some of these, these young brothers, you know, and I, I do some coaching and I've taught some class and whatnot. And, and I ask them, say, well, why are you in this business? You right. Know, why are you doing this? I said, well, because I want to, you know, express myself creatively. I want to. I said, well, you can do that. You can, you can act every single day. Create your own content. You can yeah. act. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, you know, so then it changes, right? So, well, I want to, you know, I want to make money. Well, that's, you know, that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know, because if you're going into this for the money, you're going into it for the wrong, wrong reason. Wrong reason, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you will you will be, you can be totally dissatisfied if you're going into it because then you, you because when you get in your auditions, you're so concerned about booking it. So You can't approach it that way. So if a person comes to you, a young guy, want to come, you say, yo, man, I want to get in this business, man, and you ask them that, ask the question, why? Right. And they say I'm doing it for I make money, and what would you tell that person? I mean, I will say you, you know, I said you're probably going at it for the wrong reasons because, you know, there's the the, the unemployment line is stacked with actors who want to go into this for the money. Right. You know, you have you have to, be, and because it, it <clears throat> oftentimes if you're going in for the money, there's a certain sense of desperation. Right, that you bring to the table, right? And people read that, and they, they and they don't want they don't want anybody desperate <laughs> right. working with them. Yeah, because I you know you hear stories about yeah I want to go to do this to act and everything like that. Then come to find out it's not all peaches and cream. You know what I'm saying? And you got to work at it. I tell you what, years ago, this happened to me. <clears throat> I was probably 19, 20 years old, and I had an opportunity to I audition for. Um, uh, it was called Cooley High. I, 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 I heard of Cooley High. Yeah, I heard of Cooley High. <laughs> so I auditioned. I got a second audition. Then they said, we want you out in L.A. Right. I said, oh, okay. We want you to see the producers. And I auditioned for the guys out in L.A. And they said, okay, thank you very much. And they sent me back to New York. And I remember distinctly sitting by the phone. And you, you hear these stories about, yeah, I was sitting by the phone. Yeah. I literally... Because we had no cell phones. Oh, you're right. You know, we you know, was no tweeting, no email. No answer machine. No answer machines. I sat there and I waited for that phone to ring. Because they had to want me. They flew me all the way out there. They wouldn't do that for nothing. They, right. they had to. You know, I picked up the phone and called them. I said, um, I haven't heard from you guys. I just want to check to make sure that you have my number. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We have it. Don't call us. We'll call oh, you. Wow. 
So that was a back then. It was a huge awakening for me to say, if you're going to into this, you have to understand it. You're going to be at the mercy of these people, whether or not you work or not. Yeah, I, yeah. Can you handle that? Right, 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 right. right. Wow. And then one, I just one other one other thing I just want to point out is, um, I, in terms of sacrifice, this is a huge sacrifice, and mm. other people that are in your life have to may suffer. Because of your, if you have, and that's what happened to me. I had a young child, right? And I had to ask myself, Do I want to do this? Do I want to risk this? Right? You know, um, I, I won. And back in New York, there was this um, award you can get it's called a Viv Award, for, right? It's an Adelco Award, is what they call it. I won a Adelco Award for the River Niger Best Supporting Actor in the Off Broadway production, and I was so pumped. I was so excited about that, and I called my girl at the time, and she was like, "Yeah, okay." You know, and I, and, I, and I looked around the room. I was in a room all by myself. Right. Right? I was pleased as punch because I had won this award, but who cares? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, so you got to be you got to be mindful of what it is you're really asking for and what you really want and what you're willing to sacrifice, and are you willing to make those sacrifices? That's, that's what I would tell that individual. Okay. Yeah, and they got to come with a decision if they want it or not. That's right. Okay, cool. Now... I'm about to come, probably close up, okay. close up um, pretty soon. But I got um, questions. All right, what do you do on your off time when you're not acting? What is your um, what can you one of your guilty pleasures? Uh, one of my guilty pleasures. Well, one thing I do like to do is work out. Okay, so, yeah, I can tell, man. You work out a little yeah, bit. Man. I see your arms, I try to, big arms yeah, right there. I man. try. I try to stay healthy. Try to watch what I eat. I'm not always good at it. But, Who isn't, <laughs> man? Who isn't? <laughs> but, you know, but if I got time, I know, okay, I can get in the gym. I can get a little workout in. Uh, and also enjoy just going to the movies. I mean, you know, I've gone to the movies twice this past, in two days, me and my wife. Went, oh, went to, what'd you go see? We went to see Aladdin. I passed. I lo- I passed. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. I, let me tell you something. <laughs> I loved it. Really? Well, you know, well, there's a, you know, again, you got to understand, my background is theater. Right. There's a lot of theatrics. There's right. music. There's singing. I loved it. I also went to see, my wife wanted to see Toy Story 4. I'll go see that. So. <laughs> i go see that. See how I trained that up? i go see that. I grew up on Toy Story 4. Right. I mean, the right. Toy Stories, man. Right, Come right, on, right. Man. right. But it's amazing how Disney and just all the cartoons they had in the past are making them like live action movies now. Well, I love, you know, my boy is Will Smith, man. I got to give him I, I like Will I Smith, like Will. man. I like Will. You will like this movie. I like Will. I follow him on Instagram, man. Come on. I follow him, too. And the brother's doing some hellacious things on on YouTube and Instagram. His stuff he's putting out, the content. So, yes. It's all about positivity about him. Absolutely. I like that. I like that, man. So that's what you do on your off days and just go to the movies with your wife. Yep. Now, I go to the movies, too, um, by myself sometimes. So, I mean, I like like going to the movies where there's not much people around. Right. I really, I'm, that's one of my things I can't stand. <laughs> I'm not just teenagers in front and they're talking right. in the back. Oh, I don't go. Right, Man, right, come right. on, dude. Yeah. Recently, I went to see the movie Ma. That that was pretty good, man. I had res, uh, res, reservations yeah, about yeah, it at yeah, first, yeah. but yeah, it's it's good. It's okay. good. Yeah, we've got that on the list. My, my my wife wants to go see that. Yeah, so um, so um, the, someone in the back just talking. I'm like, man, y'all need to shut the hell up, yeah, man. It's you know, and my friend at the time said, "Don't go back there. You know what's going on." He said, "You might be right, right. but you know, it's our common, it's common courtesy." Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the same thing. I, you know, a lot. That's why there are certain theaters I wouldn't bother going to because right. of that. You know, but uh, yeah, you'd like to be able to enjoy the movie. Okay, cool. Not distraction. So I see. <clears throat> I'm gonna say Al Mitchell. He yep. likes going to the movies and he likes to work out. 
I see no cameras in here, but yeah, he got some guns over there. <laughs> so yeah, he's working out. I need to get back working out. I'm young. I'm younger than you. I need to get back working out. You know, shoot. Yeah, all right, cool. So, any last thoughts you want to say, or you know, how can I mean about the close shot right now? Any last thoughts? I mean, how people could see me get you on social media and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, well, um, I probably could do a lot better job in terms of keeping up with my social media, right? You know, but I'm you know I'm kind of old school, so it's you know, yo, you need to hire somebody. It's, just... it's a real challenge for me, but but you can uh, if you're interested, you can reach me on I am Al Mitchell on Instagram. Uh, and I do have a website, uh, almitchellactor.com, and uh, you can get me on Facebook on as uh, Al Mitchell. Okay, cool, cool. So for me, guys, you can always reach me at justbeingamous.com, and you can hit me on all my social media sites. You can. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Peace. Thank you for having me. Just be in the